Huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. Upperman gets a huge region win at Macon County. Clay County remains on top of Region 41A, while the Stone Memorial Panthers win the battle of Cumberland County. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. There is flip to the month of October and week seven of the high school football season is in the books. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. The high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Tom Duggan here as we recap week seven. Project ahead to week eight. There's a lot of big football games last night, some region games with a lot on the line. The Upperman Bees get a huge win up in Lafayette against Macon County, 28-14. Jackson Rollins, 134 yards rushing, a touchdown. Terrence Deadman with 125 yards rushing and a touchdown as well. Jonathan Rushing tosses a couple of touchdown passes. We'll talk with Upperman coach Adam Kane coming up here in just a moment. DeKalb County gets a 48-0 shutout of Livingston Academy. Last night is DeKalb County coach Steve Trapp picks up his 100th win of the season. Colby Barnes rushes for 356 yards and five touchdowns. We'll talk to both DeKalb County coach Steve Trapp and Livingston coach Dale Flatt during today's program. Clay County scores 62 in the first half to roll past Red Boiling Springs in Region 4-1A, 62-7 the final score. Coach Bruce Lamb will join us on the program today. Stone Memorial is 7-0 after they win the Battle of Cumberland County, 40-14. Hunter Hevelon, 17-25, of 209 yards passing, four touchdowns. Nick Osmond with 108 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Coach Derek Samber, members of the Stone Memorial team, join us at the bottom of the hour. It's Coffee County doubling up Warren County, 34-17 to last night. Maplewood over Jackson County, 32-18. to Monterey rallies. They're down uh, early in the fourth quarter, and they rally past Lakeway Christian Academy last night, 30-21. to Mason Bowman, 193 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He also had a defensive interception late to help seal the victory. Wilson Central over White County, 31-28. White County without Malachi Dow last night gets 193 yards rushing. Two rushing touchdowns from Trip Pinion. Pinion also passed for 104 yards and two scores. York Institute clinched a playoff berth on Friday night as they beat Wartburg 34-6. Miles Lefew, 15 15 carries, 156 yards, three touchdowns. He also tossed a touchdown to Logan Pinnell in the victory last night. Right now, let's shift back to the Upperman Bees and a huge game in 4-4A on Friday night as they double up Macon County 28-14. Upperman head football coach Adam Kane joins us live here at Chick-fil-A. And, uh, Coach, you knew it was going to be tough going on the road. Macon County ranked in the top ten. And uh, your team plays well. What What did you do well last night? Yeah, um, very pleased with how we played. You know, we uh, had what I like to call a, you know, getting back to our roots type week. You know, um, we knew we were going to have to play really good defense. Uh, They got a really dynamic runner. um, uh, Number seven, Borders is his name. And, uh, you know, and and Coach Shoulders up there does a fantastic job of – you know, coming up with different 
formations and, and schemes to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. And so it's not your typical wing tee uh, preparation week where you can just kind of get your guys in a phone booth and, and make sure you got the toughness and the determination to stop it. He, he, he'll, he'll also spread you out and make you, you know, defend some more conventional type stuff. So you got to be able to adjust on the fly and, and have a little bit of, you know, wiggle room within your defensive calls to, to handle that. Um, I thought the big key was us, um, you know, after the first drive, they they got us, uh, you know, a little bit of a kind of outflanked us on an unbalanced formation, and, and we didn't adjust to that well, and they scored on the first drive. But I, after that, we were locked in. Um, you know, we were getting off blocks, and, and uh, you know, credit to my guys. We were swarming the ball and, um, you know, did a fantastic job on that side. And then we, you know, <clears throat> started making some plays on the offensive side. I felt really proud of our offensive line. Um, you know, they don't get enough credit when we do well. They were the ones that, that I really put on notice. You know, I referred to the, you know, getting back to our roots week. You know, what that really means is, you know, practice ain't going to be a cakewalk. Meetings right. aren't going to be a cakewalk. And I'm going to be challenging kids and position groups. And that was the one, you know, first and foremost on my mind. We got to go up there because they're – they were six and zero. You know, they were really excited about you know it, it being their year and that kind of stuff. And so we knew they were going to come punch us, you know, punch us in the mouth, so to speak. And and I just told the O line, I'm I, you know I'm not going up there to watch our running backs get teed off on. Right. Y'all better come to the you know come to the party. And they answered the bell, and uh, you know we were able to control the line of scrimmage and and do what we do. Both uh, Jackson Rollins, Terrence Debman go over 100 yards last night. Coach, I think it goes back to getting back to your roots with the offensive line and them stepping up to the task. And uh, did they kind of take it upon themselves? They really wanted to be there and give these guys. you got two talented running backs, and uh, they sort of task themselves with, hey, let's get these holes because these guys can really do some damage. Yeah, you know, the, the part that we challenge them with is uh, <clears throat> two twofold. You know, we, we can't just um, – you know, the way teams play us, they kind of overflow their linebackers and stuff. And, um, you know, if, if you don't if you don't find cutback lanes when people are doing that, it, it really allows them to pretty much gain another body at the point of attack. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we in, uh, challenge those two guys to, you know, s- seek some holes. Um, don't just assume everything's going to be blocked perfectly every time because it very rarely is. Um, you know, if, if our guys get a push up front, we need we expect y'all to, you know, uh, handle one of the guys in the back by yourself. Right. And, um, you know, it was pretty clear, uh, pretty evident that they were both, you know, finding the cutback lane if it was there and, and uh, you know, pressing it front side if it wasn't. And, uh you know, uh, they're both good players, mm-hmm. and uh, they're, they're both guys that we count on to, you know, to help us win football games. And, uh, you know, Jackson is, is starting to get more healthy. Um, you know, he got pretty banged up there early in the year. He's a he's a tough kid. You know, he's a competitive kid, so he's not going to come out. He's not going to tell you that he's injured, but um, it was pretty clear that he was. I think he's getting healthy. He was finishing runs last night. 
And then uh, my man Terrence ripped off of, you know, probably the biggest run of his, uh, longest run of his career, I, I believe. I don't know. Um, but he pulled off a 69-yard run that really kind of put the game on ice. Wow. Upperman head football coach Adam Kane joining us on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. You talked about the defense swarming the football, and I saw that in the game against Watertown as well. What's kind of changed on the attitude of the defensive side of the ball? Uh, you know, I guess I, I can say it's something that we've emphasized um, in, in practice. Uh, we, we, we've added a, a, a few more, you know, competitive, I mean, good on good type periods in practice to try to, um, you know, really we're, we're not running the other team's stuff. We're running our stuff against our stuff. And, and they have a lot of life and, and, you know, seem to play with a lot of joy when we do that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like earlier in the year, maybe it, it, it seemed like they were playing with a little burden on their back, you know, expectation this and, you know, uh, defending this and blah, 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 you know. And, and I think um, – you know, those those two weeks where we were kind of scuffling around, we did some soul searching and, 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 it, and again, uh, reference the back to our roots type thing. You know, what is it that we did to in the last five years to, to get us to this point where, you know, people are coming after us really hard? Well, I mean, we played really hard on defense. Um, we always had a bunch of hats flying to the football Um and we played really physical and executed really well on offense. And so those are the things that we've emphasized. Um, I think the kids are starting to realize that maybe we got away from that a little. Um, and uh, it, it just seems like they're playing with a lot more freedom and uh, a little more you know, joy on that side of the ball for sure. Uh, and it's contagious, you know, uh, I call it a feeding frenzy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when you start, when you start getting a bunch of people to the ball and, and they see that it's fun to play like that and, and it's not as difficult, you know, when you can eliminate the one-on-one -on -one tackling and make it a team tackling deal, it's a lot more fun and a lot less difficult. And so that, you know, that's the goal every time we play. Coach. As good as he is offensively, Terrence Stedman on the defensive side of the ball, kind of the quarterback of your defense. Does he is he really the catalyst that kind of makes that defense go? Sort of the leader on that side of the ball. Yeah, I mean he's got a great mentality for it. Um, you know he's a really physical kid. Uh, he uh, he probably seeks out the contact, you know, a little too much. And I say that you know maybe sometimes he. He'd rather go barrel through a blocker than, you know, run free and make a tackle. And so that's something we got to, you know, kind of stay on him about. But, you know, you want that mentality. Mm -hmm. And uh, he does a fantastic job of kind of being our spiritual leader over there as well. Um, you know, he's he's pretty vocal, yep. uh, you know, in the locker room and, and on the field. And, um, you know, he's played a lot of football for here at Upperman. And so – uh, he's a guy we count on for a lot on that side of the ball. I got to give one guy a shout out though, um, uh, a, a young guy, sophomore. Uh, we uh, kind of had to finally got the confidence to throw him in the lineup last week at Watertown. His name's Ramsey Snook. Played the other linebacker last night, and um, you know, 
Probably didn't play his best at Watertown. Uh, first start, you know, maybe a little nerves. But last night really did a, a fantastic job. Reddy's keys was always where he was supposed to be. And made some big plays. He's got that ability. So I want to give my man a uh, little shout-out. Big win for Opperman as they go up to Lafayette and beat Macon County 28-14. to And uh, three-way tie for second place right now in the region. Stone Memorial still undefeated in region play. Then it's Upperman, Macon County, DeKalb County, all with one loss apiece. Bye week coming up for the Upperman Bees. Two weeks to get ready for DeKalb County. Good timing on the bye week for you, Coach. You know, it, it, it always is. Um, it, it, it's, it always uh, obviously is the, the nine-week break in our, in our academic calendar as well. Um, you know, I, back when we were in school, you didn't get breaks. You know, you just kind of went all the way through, and that's what we, what we did. But these kids are conditioned to, you know, every nine weeks kind of get a little break in the academic calendar. So, um, I, it, there is a little mental fatigue, and and uh, you know, obviously week seven. It's crazy that it's already seven games in oh, yeah. the books, but um, you know, it <clears throat> it um, it takes a toll on these kids' bodies for sure. And uh, so it, it is anytime you can give them a you know a little bit of a a break from the physicality, you know, and that. That's how we try to play, and it, 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 we all not always does it happen. But you know, it, it, it is a little bit of a rec- recovery time for them, um, and we're going to need it. Uh, that that the uh, cab team, from what I've seen, is really big and really physical. And um, you know, they're six and one. They always seem to be playing really good ball when we when we meet up with them. So. We're going to need to be refreshed. We're going to need to have a ton of energy and, uh, you know, come up with a good plan to try to get competitive with them. Upperman head coach Adam Kane joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, congrats on a big win last night. Enjoy the week off, and uh, good luck in a couple of weeks as you get ready for DeKalb County. Thanks. Appreciate you having me. Coach Adam Kane on the High School Playbook. We'll talk to Livingston Academy coach Dale Flat when we come back to the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. Tough night on the road from the Livingston Academy Wildcats on Friday as they travel down to DeKalb County. It's homecoming in Smithville. DeKalb County emerges with a 48-0 victory. Livingston Academy head co- football coach Dale Platt joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, a tough start for your team with a blocked punt early that led to a DeKalb County touchdown. What happened on that play? You know, I think our we switched punters, and uh, we we uh, we kind of go from Brody Coffee to Adrian Jenkins as far as uh, who does our punting. Right. And uh, we thought, and we was kind of doing some things with our quarterbacks as well, and, and we try to take the pressure off of them. Of course, they're, they're playing quarterback and and – having to deal with that and so we wanted to do something with our our punting to try to relieve some of the stress and uh i think it kind of backfired on us a little bit and and uh we went back to adrian uh as far as punting you know from then on and uh and i think brody just wasn't he wasn't ready for you know wasn't ready to uh to do that i guess and it, it took us a little long to, to get our punt off and of course they blocked it and they run it in after that. When you go about swapping someone out, whether it be a quarterback, 
or in that case a punter, do you have to spend time working on that, you know, center snap exchange? Is that something you have to kind of focus on during the week of practice? Yeah, well, you know, of course, uh, most kids, you know, they play quarterback and they're they're pretty used to getting that snap and uh I don't know if that's that big a deal. Of course, you know, the act of actually punting, uh, you know, it, that's something different. And I, I think, uh, you know, that that takes a little while to get used to. Uh, you know, maybe the timing of whenever you catch it and then kick and and things like that. I, I think that, you know, that maybe throwed him off just a little bit. DeKalb County's running back Colby Barnes had a big night with 356 yards. Coach, what were your impressions of him? You know, he he's a great big back. Uh, our guys uh, had a hard time trying to get him down. Uh, you know, I, 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 hats off to him. He's a great runner. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think at times we did stop him a few times. Uh but uh, they'd run to him right off tackle, and and like I said, uh, it, it was just hard to hard for our kids to get him down. After the block punt and the touchdown, seven nothing. As we get back to the actual game itself, coach, what happened from that point on? Were we able to gather any momentum from that point? You know, I I think our uh, our offense kind of struggled to uh, to get going, and uh, we we had that through throughout the whole game. I, I don't think. Uh, we didn't even get a first down until after the second half. And, uh, I, you know, it, it just seemed like we had a rough night with our offense just trying to get it going. And, and sometimes our offense is clicking. It, it just wasn't doing it last night. We're speaking with Livingston Academy head football coach Dale Flatt on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, have you seen some progress, though? I know it seems in recent weeks the offense has been playing somewhat better, and I know you look on the scoreboard and see these scores, but are you seeing that that progression, that growth from your young football team? You know, of course, I we've got a lot of freshmen playing, uh, a lot of freshmen starting out. Uh, I've got a lot of kids hurt. I had uh, I found out yesterday that, uh, that Lachlan Hammock wasn't going to be able to go last night and uh, of course that hurt us a lot he's our our main running back and and does a great job for us a hard-nosed runner uh plays great at linebacker and 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 that really affected i think that affected our game a whole lot because we didn't find out until uh yesterday about you know 12 one o'clock that he wasn't going to get to play and uh you know with that going on you know, you you look at the scores and you you think, you know, it looks really bad. But you know, you got really young kids out there playing, and uh, I can see the improvement in them. You know, just tremendously. You know, as far as when we started putting them out there and the way they are now, uh, I've got kids like Drew Goldsby and uh, Jackson Bowles. Uh, I'm trying to think of some more Matthew Slayton, uh, you know, uh, Adrian Jenkins, uh, you know, all of these kids are freshmen and, and of course they're, you know, they're 14 years old out there, uh, playing with 18 year olds. And I, you know, I can really see the improvement that they're, uh, you know, that they're getting better each week. Uh, of course they're having to go out there maybe a little sooner than they are to, but, but, uh, I, I think they're getting better every day. 
it's tough being a young team, and it's always a next man up mentality in football. If somebody gets hurt, the next man's up, and it doesn't matter, Coach, if they're 14 or 18 years old. But for a 14-year-old kid, there's a big difference in being 14 and 18, as you well know, and that mindset seems like it's difficult. You've got to go out there and try to fill those shoes. You do, and you know, I <laughs> I had uh, Drew Goolsby had an interview the other day, and I was listening to him while he was talking, and uh, one of his questions was, how how is it from grade school football to high school football, and I remember him saying, I've got to learn to tackle different. He <laughs> said, I could just, you know, grab a hold of them and pull them down before, now I've got to get low, and I've got to wrap up, and and he said it's a whole different thing, and 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 that's true. You know, they, these kids they're they're used to a little running back that you could just grab a hold with one hand and just put them down. And it's different in high school. You know, you you got some big strong boys, and you got to you got you got to uh, sticky face in there, wrap up, and and be low to get them down in high school, where where these guys are just finding that out. Absolutely. Livingston Academy coach Dale Flat joining us on the high school playbook. Livingston will step back in region next week in a game against Cumberland County. Coach Flat, thank you for joining us today. Good luck against the Jets in region play coming up on Friday. All right, thank you. The Clay County Bulldogs get a big victory in region play on Friday night, 62-7 to over Red Boiling Springs as the Bulldogs score all 62 points in the first half. Coach Bruce Lamb joining us via telephone on the high school playbook. Coach, 62 first-half points. Was everything clicking for your team from the start? Uh, it definitely was clicking. Our offense was playing well. Defense, you know, they, they said we had three pick sixes. Uh, we had a punt return uh, for a touchdown. So everything was going right, and, and we were we were just we come out focused and ready to play. When your defense has three pick sixes in the first half, you know there's some focus on that side of the ball. Coach, what was your secondary able to do to to really be in the right place at the right time? Well, we knew uh, all week that uh, Red Bull and Springs, the, the young link kid, he, he throws the ball really well. We left-handed quarterback. and We knew they liked to throw it, and we just kind of put our kids, try to put them in spots where – you know, they could do stuff like that. Coach Dixon had a great game plan. and uh, You know, the kids just, you know, repetition uh, throughout the week and, and just made some great plays and uh, ended up. And, I mean, 29 years, I've never seen that happen before. I've never had a team do that. But uh, it was nice last night. You were coming off a loss in a tough, hard-fought game with Westmoreland. What was the week of practice like and the mindset of the team? It, again, it seems they come out very focused. Was it a good week of practice after that first loss of the season? You know, it was a great week. Uh, week. It was it was super. I thought our kids we came out focused all week long. Uh, it, was a, it was a tough battle last week, you know, very physical. And so uh, we didn't do a whole lot of uh, physical contact this week and just kind of went through the uh, – uh, getting back to the basics, uh, going through do things that we should have been doing the entire time, the little things, working on those. And I thought it was a great week of practice. Coach, let's get back to the game on Friday night and talk about some of your standout performers from the game. Uh, well, Alec Kerr had a big night. I think he had three touchdowns. Uh, Nate Adams come in at quarterback. Uh, Keaton's, we rested him last night. Nate Adams came in. They did a great job. Uh, I think he scored two, and he was on a pick six also. Uh, Jimmy Burchett had a great punt return, and 
you know, the kids just played great. I mean, some of the young kids, the, the reserves come in, and Leighton Brown, our backup running back, came in. He had a big time. And, you know, I, I'm just excited about those guys and watching them get in the chance to get them play and, and do some good things. Play County head football coach Bruce Lamb, our guest on the high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, Red Bowling Springs are low on numbers, but it seems like they're building their program the right way. You mentioned the quarterback, a young man with a good arm. What were your overall impressions of them scouting them ahead of time and even on the field last night? Well, they, they do some good things, uh, really good things. And, and watching them on film, I, I was very impressed with them. They have zero seniors, so they got all these kids back. And, uh, you know, they'll be they'll be really tough next year. I really believe that. They've got some good-sized offensive linemen. I think they had a couple that uh, may have got hurt um, throughout this past week. But, you know, uh, I'll tell you, those guys, uh, Coach Link is doing a great job with those guys, and I think they're going to be a, a, a lot better next year. The mentality of your football team seems to be really tough, and I know we had you live a few weeks ago and got a chance to talk to some of your players do you like the overall mindset of this team, and is it? Do you feel like a championship type mentality? Well, I, I love the way they think. Um, you know, in, in their minds, we got nine weeks left, and uh, that's the way we want it to be. We we want to go one game at a time, but they won't play nine more games, and that would put us in Chattanooga, and that's what we want. And uh, you know, we've talked about that several times, and, and these kids that they have that mindset that they're, they're going to get there, they're going to find a way to do it. Scott High School comes to Salina on Friday. What do you know about Scott High? Uh, not a lot yet. I haven't watched much film. Uh, coach Harris, who was at, at Clay County the last couple of years, is, is the head coach there now. and uh, So he'll be, get to come back to see us, and, and uh, we're looking forward to coming down, and, and uh, hopefully we can put a win on board. Coming back to that strong mentality and taking things one game at a time, a lot of people are going to be talking about Week 11 and Gordonsville, looking forward to that matchup. But you as a coach, and I believe your team is taking this thing one week at a time, will it be easy to kind of, you know, put all that noise aside and go week to week as you still got some pretty tough ball games between now and Week 11? Well, we absolutely, we, we better not look ahead. I mean, we do we have put another loss in the column, but uh, – you know, those, these kids, they're, they're focused and they're ready to go. And, and it doesn't matter who the opponent is. They've done what they're supposed to do. They put us in that spot where we can play for a region championship with, against Gordon's Land Week 11. And, you know, we look forward to that, but we got some things we've got to take care of before then. The Clay County Bulldogs get a huge win over the Red Boiling Springs Bulldogs on Friday, 62-7 to to improve to 5-1 and one on the season. Coach Bruce Lamb joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, great win for your team last night. Good luck moving forward against Scott coming up on Friday. Thank you. We appreciate you. Stone Memorial head football coach Derek Samberg joins the program at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville when the high school playbook continues, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Stone Memorial Panthers remain undefeated on the 2022 football season as they defeat Cumberland County 40-14 on Friday night. Hunter Hevelon, 17-25, 209 yards passing, four touchdowns. He had a rush touchdown as well. Hey, Coach Derek Samber joining us here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Coach, good to have you on the program today. 7-0. How good does that feel? 
it, it feels good. I don't know that I even enjoy it much. I'm my mind's on to the next one. I hope the kids and community are enjoying it. But uh, about the time the clock hits zero, I'm tr- looking to get to one and zero for the next one. Battle of Cumberland County. I know you had had a big crowd out last night, and uh, how good does it feel to be the champions uh, inter county champion for 2022 again? Well, it's a big game. It means a lot to the community. Uh, you said a lot of people. Uh, I think half of Crossville was in attendance, and uh, it's a good competitive ball game for the first quarter. So, yeah, it's a good one to have in our pocket. You know, we tell our kids there's only one that counts for the county championship, and so it's good to have that one taken care of. We've got some of your guys that have just showed up here to Chick Fil A. We'll get uh, some chairs and have them pull up as we're going to talk to them here in just a moment. Coach, what did you like about Friday night's performance? Well, I thought our kids um, kind of a big atmosphere. A lot of people there. Cumberland County had a really good game plan for us. Uh, we knew they were going to make it a dogfight for a quarter. Uh, but the way our kids settled in responded, uh, took us about a quarter to adjust as coaches, uh, but we settled in and got back to who we were. What's been some of the biggest changes you've seen since last season in terms of the growth and the attitude of this team? Yeah, that's it. Uh, the poise, composure, how we respond to stuff, the maturity, um, you know, just playing the next snap regardless. Our kids don't get down or frustrated. Um you know, there's adversity in every single football game. You know, whatever the score ends up being, at some point there's adversity in the form of a penalty, a big hit, uh, missed assignment, whatever it may be. Uh, and I'm really proud of the way this team responds to that. We're going to talk to some of your players here, Coach. Uh, introduce who we have with us this morning. We've got our quarterback, Hunter Hevelon, done a great job this year. And then our two defensive ends, uh, Jordan Collins and Cole Dayton. Maybe young son guys a little bit, but they have uh, – they made plays in the backfield for us all year, and they deserve some recognition for it. All right. Well, let's start with Hunter. And uh, Hunter, first of all, good performance last night, 209 yards passing, four passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. And uh, how important was it for you to have a good game in the Battle of Cumberland County? Uh, just keeping my head, really, and uh, making sure the whole team kept their head and just go out and play ball. Hunter, I, I've seen you play a couple of times this year, and it looks like the, the game kind of slows down for you. I mean, once you take the snap and you're back there, does everything kind of slow down? Yeah, it kind of goes in slow motion, just making my reads, just looking at everything, just all in slow motion. Compare how that was to last year. Do you see a big difference from last year to this year in that regard? Uh, I see a huge difference. Uh, I wasn't the person I was last year, or the person I am right now last year, and uh it was just I was trying to rush things a lot last year, and I've learned to develop and grow into the spot of quarterback. Speaking of growth, how much growth have you seen overall from the time you were a freshman to this point in your senior year? I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of maturity happen in this team and just everybody grow up and play together. Does it seem somewhat surreal that this is your last year of high school football? No, it doesn't feel real at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like yesterday I was walking into the locker room starting my freshman year. Stone Memorial is 7-0. and You control your own destiny in terms of winning the region. How motivated is this team to capture a region championship? We're excited. Uh, we just got to go out and play ball next week and just hope bring home that dub. Absolutely. Big game against Bacon County next week. We'll get Jordan Collins up next. And, uh, Jordan, from a defensive end perspective, what's it like to hit a quarterback? Oh, it feels great. <laughs> is there any better feeling in the world than hitting a quarterback? No, that's it. That's all you want to do. Now, these days with the new rules, I want to get your thoughts on this because you really have to be careful in how you hit quarterbacks and when you hit quarterbacks. What's going through your mind at that time? Are you kind of thinking about that as you're looking to make a play? No, I just want to hit them and get them down on the ground. <laughs> you just want to get down to business, yeah, right? that's it. What do you like about this football team this season? Uh, we've just grown together. Last year, we didn't play as a team, but this year, we played as a team this year. We didn't do good this year. 
is there a camaraderie that this team has away from the football field? Oh, yeah, we're brothers off and, off, off and on the field all day. What are some of the things that uh, you guys like to do away from football? Just watch film. That's all really. That's all we do. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> no extracurricular activity. Coach is sitting right here, right, so we can't give the correct answer. To... <laughs> Jordan, what do you feel like this team can accomplish this year? Uh, I say we can go pretty far this year, win the district, and go all the way. What are some things that you are still trying to refine in your personal game? Uh, just techniques. That's really it. All right. And talk about the growth you've seen in your individual game since the time you were a freshman. Oh, God. A lot. <laughs> My freshman year, I didn't know where I was at first. But on the way up, I didn't get better. Better and better every day. <laughs> Jordan College, joining us, a member of the Stone Memorial Panthers. We'll get to Cole Dayton. And, uh, Cole, I'll ask you that same question. What's been the biggest uh, change for you since your freshman year of high school football? Oh, you know, just keeping my head down and grinding and trying to get better. Do you remember walking on the field for the very first time as a freshman? Do you remember what kind of feeling you had? I just felt small and scared, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, I'm going to ask you again from that defensive end perspective what it's like to hit a quarterback to go out and make a big sack or a big play it's just exciting a feeling you can't even describe now it appears jordan just wants to get down to business he doesn't really care where he's hitting is that kind of your same philosophy as well just make the play oh yeah i just love to hit people man just go out there and run through somebody <laughs> cole let's talk about some of your like hobbies away from football some other things that you enjoy doing uh i love to watch football i just love the game yeah what about this team do you feel like is different from the team a year ago? Just the character, sticking together, having each other's backs. You know, when somebody does something wrong, picking them up instead of holding them down. Cole, y'all got a or yeah, Cole, y'all got a big win over Cumberland County last night uh, in the Battle of Cumberland County. Is that your biggest rival? You feel like they're cross town, and we know them. So honestly, yeah. And you always want to win the one in the inner county so you can have that uh, inner county championship at least, right? Definitely. You feel like this team can win Region 4-4A and go far in the playoffs this year? I think we can go as far as we want as long as we just play our ball. All right, guys, thank you so much. Hunter Hevelon, Jordan Collins, Cole Dayton from the Stone Memorial Panthers joining us here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Coach, we'll come back to you in just a moment as we do want to talk about next Friday night. I know it's a, it, it's a quick turnaround. You get ready for the Macon County Tigers. They suffered their first region loss last night. As I mentioned, you're in the driver's seat. How big is this game coming up? Uh, it's huge. Um, as a coach, maybe I'm too honest, but I, I generally don't downplay the the magnitude of games like this uh we sell it to our kids uh as they've said the character of this team it's a mature group uh i fully expect them to show up and, and rise to the occasion have you got a look at macon county yet absolutely absolutely what, what are some things that stand out tremendous football team uh coach shoulders does a great job they've got athletes all over the field they're big up front uh number 70 on the line of scrimmage is as good as anybody we've seen uh they've got a thousand ways to get number seven the ball and and um Every time he touches it, it can end up his points. Coach, the attitude of this team, do you feel like they've got the confidence yet the wherewithal to know you still got to take it one game at a time? Yeah, they've they've done a great job with that. Preparation has been great every week. And, you know, the, the character they've talked about, the maturity, how they play together this year, that was a big point of emphasis for me uh, as their head coach this offseason. Uh, but the bond these kids have can't be manufactured or forced. Uh, I think they genuinely love each other and want to pick each other up on Friday nights. 
The game to be at next Friday night in the Upper Cumberland certainly is going to be in Crossville, Tennessee. Macon County playing at Stone Memorial. It's a huge battle in Region 4-4A. Coach Derek Samber, Hunter Havilon, Jordan Collins, Cole Dayton. Guys, thank you for coming out this morning. Good luck in that game coming up on Friday. Yes, sir. Thank you for having us. We will talk some DeKalb County High School football. Coach Steve Trapp celebrating a milestone victory. We'll talk about it when we come back to Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Where the coaches hold their pre- and post-game meetings. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. The DeKalb County Tigers get a huge win on homecoming Friday night as they shut out the Livingston Academy Wildcats 48 to nothing. DeKalb County improves to 6-1 overall on the season. Not only a, a huge victory for the Tigers in terms of region play, but it was also the 100th win in the coaching career of Coach Steve Trapp, who joins us this morning on the high school playbook. Coach, how good did it feel to pick up win number 100? Uh, it feels good. You know, I, I can't lie about that. You know, especially with the way everything started. Uh, you know, the first three years on the job, I was three and twenty-seven. Uh, you know, so it's been an uphill climb ever since then. But, but just a lot of credit goes to a lot of players over these years, a lot of coaches, administration, the school support, the community support, and you know, I've been asked many times what's the best thing about being at the cab. Well, ultimately, it's where I'm from and it's where I want to be, but. They've allowed me to do the job that, that I see that needs to be done and allowed me to uh, you know, hopefully bring the vision that's in my head for DeKalb County football. And like I said, it's not been done by myself. There's a lot of great parents that's involved, you know, the Booster Club over the years. And, uh, you know, so it's a big moment. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the fact. I'm, you know, I told the guys after the game I was, I was more interested in them getting their sixth win. And, you know, ultimately that would take care of all of us. But, uh you no, know, it is a good milestone. It's you know something, a goal of mine early on, but not really thought about it in the last handful of years. But uh, you know, we celebrated it last night, and you know, appreciate all the gestures that the county did and things, and I wasn't even aware of. But uh, now let's move on to try to get the hundred and first. You mentioned getting to that sixth win of the season, and that's what your team did last night in region play, no less. Coach, it feels like your team came out with just a, a real sense of excitement, purpose last night. You get a blocked punt and a touchdown. How did things get off to a great start for you on Friday? Uh, well, offensively, I think we, we uh, you know, we went three and out right there, and that's the first time that's happened in three or four weeks. And that's kind of what we've been saying. We want to continue to start fast and then stay fast and then finish fast. And, uh, you know, so just kind of messed up a play at the beginning. But then our defense, again, uh, it's been doing a great job, and it's good to see them to get some points on the board for them. You know, uh, we, we felt like we had an opportunity to get in there and block a punt, and, uh, you know, we was able to do that, and Trace Hamilton picked it up and, and uh, uh, gets it in there, which that's a special team score, but it was set up by our defense. And then we get another score from our defense on a scooping score, and uh, we also got a safety. So, uh, like I said, I've said it for weeks. Coach Shaw and the defensive coach has been doing a great job. Those guys have been doing a great job getting us the ball back on offense, allowing us to do what we do. So it was really good to see them get a little love last night and get some points on the board for the work they've been doing. I was going to say your defense has been playing outstanding football this year and getting the shutout. Anytime you shut out anyone is special. I know DeKalb County and Livingston Academy have had a longstanding rivalry, but maybe what are some of the things about this defense, Coach, do you really like this year? Well, I mean, they get their job done. 
Uh, you know, Coach Shaw works extremely hard, you know, just breaking everything down and getting the guys in the right position. And then, you know, they're getting the job done. We've got, uh, you know, the three levels of defense up front, the, the middle at the linebacker, and then in the secondary. We've just got really good players in all three levels of it. And uh, they're continuing to get better, and they're up for the challenge each and every week. And they take a lot of pride in uh, doing what they do and, and getting us the ball back so that we can operate on offense. So, uh, and like I said, they're doing a great job. Needless to say, a big night from Colby Barnes, 30 carries, 356 yards, and five touchdowns. Coach, I'm pretty confident that's a school single-game record. Colby's been playing some great football of late. Uh, talk about his performance last night. Well, I mean, it's just another one of those nights. Uh, you know, up front, those guys are just starting to gel and come together and play some really good football at the right time, and, you know, we hope that, that continues, but uh, you know, Kobe definitely just looked like a man on a mission last night. He uh, definitely has had a, a last month of the season has been really good, but his whole season has been good. Only been one game, he's not been over 100 yards, and that was the first game of the year. But I think the last four, he's been over at least 200, and then went over 300 last night and he had 273 at halftime. Um, you know, and then he he played the uh, first offensive series after halftime, and that was it. And you know, so he's getting his work in. He's, you know, he we, we challenged him a little bit, and we're not really a challenge, but it let him know that, uh, you know, we we got to have you. Um, and he's responded in a great way. But like I said, he'll be the first to tell you that it's not just him; it's those other guys out there. You know, our receivers have, you know, they've had to check themselves and understand that, you know, this is the type of football team that we are. Uh, we still have the capabilities of doing the things that we've always done, but right now this is what we're doing, and. Uh, it's working for us, um, and they're doing a good job with it. But uh, I think he's over 1,360-something yards for the year as far as my tenure. Uh, that's the most that I've ever had in a single season out of a running back. So he's he's really uh, done a good job this last month, and we're really going to need him this last month of the season uh, as well as the rest of the team to continue this uh, in, order, in order for us to go where we want to go. Cap County head football coach Steve Trapp joining us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you go into the bye week. You're playing great football right now. Is this a good time for the bye week in terms of maybe getting some bumps and bruises healed up, or do you kind of wish you could keep that momentum going that you've uh, gathered up recently? Well, I mean, definitely you want to keep that momentum, and you know, with these teenage kids and guys like that, sometimes uh, you know they can get a little sidetracked, maybe, but also feel that. You know, a few years ago, I'd, I'd always thought against it, but I know a few years ago, I, I told them, you know, that's when we had our bye week on our fall break. Unfortunately, it don't hit that way now, but I told them if they won that game, we wouldn't even think about football for a week. Uh, I think that was in 2019. And, you know, we come back after that just totally refreshed and like a renewed focus, and that's when we made that deep playoff run. And, uh, you know, so I, I see a lot of benefits for it. Now, we're, we're going to practice next week. Uh, you know, our Tuesday and Wednesday practices, that's that's usually the meat and potatoes of the week. We're going to get those in. The other days, uh, you know, we'll work out six block and watch some film and get some things done there. But we're going to give them some time off, uh, you know, let them go home at 3 o'clock. And, uh, you know, some of them might go to the woods. Some of them might be able to work a little bit more, all that. But uh, we're going to make sure that they stay hungry and focused. But we're going to take advantage of the extra time we've got also. Cap County coach Steve Trapp, uh, 100 wins for his career. The Cap County 6-1 and one on the season. Very much in the hunt still for a region title in 4-4A after Upperman's win over Macon County. Kind of all jumbled up there at the top. Uh, 
Coach, this has been a very competitive region, it seems, this year. It definitely has. And, uh, you know, I, I remember talking to people in the preseason, just, you know, talking about what this region was going to be like this year. And it's kind of come to fruition right here. And, you know, we kind of, you know, this, these last couple of games that we've got to finish up this season, they're huge, uh, you know, for, for all teams that are involved. So, uh, it's not all going to be settled until that very final Friday night. And, you know, we've been there a few times, you know, in my career where it all comes down to that last game of the year, and it looks like it may do that again this year. Coach, congratulations on the milestone win. Congratulations on the region victory last night. Enjoy the bye week, and we'll talk to you down the road. I appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. We will recap week second, seven, excuse me, recap week seven and come back and take a look at uh, week eight upcoming when the high school playbook continues, delivered by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, covering high school sports from Jamestown to McMinnville. To recap, games of Week 7 across the Upper Cumberland, Opperman doubles up Macon County 28-14, the first loss of the season. For the Macon County Tigers, Jackson Rollins and Terrence Dedman go over 100 yards each. Macon County and Stone Memorial will play this week in a huge game in the race for Region 4-4A. DeKalb County 48-0 over Livingston Academy. Tigers improved to 6-1 as Steve Trapp picks up his 100th career coaching win. Clay County over Red Boiling Springs 62 to 7. Clay County at uh, 5 and 1 overall on the season. Stone Memorial no problem with Cumberland County 40 to 14 in the Battle of Cumberland County last night. Stone Memorial improves to 7 and 0 on the season. It was Coffee County doubling up Warren County 34 to 17 on Friday night. Maplewood takes down Jackson County 32 to 18. Monterey rallies 16 unanswered points to get past Lakeway Christian Academy, 30-21. Wilson Central over White County, 31-28. Malachi Dowell missing last night's game. Big night for Trip Pinion for the Warriors. York Institute over Wartburg, 34-6. Thursday night, it was Alcoa taking down Cookville, 35-7. As we look at the region races and with the uh, Teams involved in the Upper Cumberland will start at Region 4-1A. Clay County currently leading the way at 2-0. They still have one big region game likely to determine the region championship against Gordonsville. That will be coming up in Week 11, and all eyes will be on that game coming up. We'll switch gears, and we will head over to Region 2-2A. With the win last night, the York Institute Dragons have officially clinched not only a playoff berth, but a home playoff game. York Institute with one region game left against uh, Rockwood. Monterey and Rockwood sit tied at 1-1 one and one in region play. Monterey still has two region games to play, one against Oneida, and they'll also meet up with Wartburg Central as the Monterey Wildcats hoping to get uh, a home playoff game as well. We'll uh, move on up into Class 3A, and the Jackson County Blue Devils needing a little help after their loss last night in region play. That region 5-3A led by East Nashville, who's ranked number one in the state of Tennessee, both East and Smith County sitting at 2-0. Jackson County right now in the number four spot, which would secure a playoff berth, but the Blue Devils 0-2 in district play. It could come down to a Week 11 matchup with Stratford to determine who gets that fourth and final playoff berth there in Region 5-3A. 
One of the most, if not the most competitive region races right now, Region 4-4A. Stone Memorial sitting atop the standings at 3-0. They played Macon County this week, who suffered their first region loss to Opperman last night. Macon County at 2-1. DeKalb County at 2-1. Opperman at 2-1. So it's going to be a lot of jockeying for position in 4-4A. As those teams come down the home stretch, a lot of key football games still left to be played. We'll look at 5-5A where the White County Warriors, after their loss to Wilson Central last night, has uh, dropped into a tie for third place in that region. Mount Juliet leading the way at 4-0. Green Hill in second place at 2-1. White County does own the tiebreaker over Green Hill. Then it's the Warriors and Wilson Central now at 2-2. Two and two. Station Camp in Hillsboro at 1-2. and two. A whole lot still left to be sorted out right now in 5-5A. But certainly White County right in the thick of the playoff race in that region. And the Cookville Cavaliers also in the thick of their playoff race as well. Cookville sitting in third place in Region 3-6A which is led by Coffee County at 3-0, and Lebanon next in line at 2-1, and Cookville in third, as I mentioned, at 1-1. One one. The Warren County Pioneers are tied with Shelbyville at 0-2 uh, in that number four spot. They've got a key game coming up in week nine against one another to uh, possibly determine the fourth and final playoff seed out of Region 3-6A. Games coming up. It's a light schedule in the Upper Cumberland this upcoming week. Cumberland County will be playing at Livingston Academy, two teams that are still looking for their first overall win of the season. And uh, both teams still with a narrow opportunity to get into the race for the uh, playoffs in Region 4-4A, but uh, the winner of that game will emerge with still a glimmer of hope by the loser of that game, likely eliminated from playoff contention. So, again, Cumberland County at Livingston Academy next week. The White County Warriors and Malachi Dow will remain questionable as they have another big region game against the Hillsboro Burrows coming up on Friday night. Clay County's at home. They will step out of region to take on Scott High School in a, a non-region game as Clay County looks to stay on a roll after their big win in region play over Red Boiling Springs. And again, the big game, all eyes in the Upper Cumberland will be on Crossville as the Stone Memorial Panthers at 7-0 on the season take on the Macon County Tigers and the winner of that game could very well find themselves in the driver's seat for the region championship, particularly if Stone Memorial wins as that would give them wins over both Macon County and Upperman with the DeKalb County still left to play later on in the season. want to say thanks to all of our coaches for joining us today. Opperman head coach Adam Kane, also Derek Samber, along with Hunter Hevelon, Jordan Collins, and Cole Dayton, members of the Stone Memorial Panther football team. Livingston Academy head football coach Dale Flatt, Clay County coach Bruce Lamb, DeKalb County coach Steve Trapp. want to thank our studio producer Jake Wallman, our on-site producer is Elizabeth Fortune. A big shout-out and thanks to Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville and our sponsor, Mountain Barn Builders, for the High School Playbook. For this Week 7 edition, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close, Highway 127. <laughs>